Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet and smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures. Welcome, everybody. led to our love. To another episode of Fat Guys with Smokers. I'm Mike. You're John. Hey, Tis the most wonderful time of the year, John. Oh my gosh. Thanksgiving is upon us. The best holiday in the whole year. Dude, it's so good. I love it. It is the season where out-of-date decorations from the 90s are Mm -hmm. super cool and trendy. Absolutely. There's no expectation to buy gifts for anybody. Mm -mm. No neighbor gifts. Nope. No toys for your kids. Nope. They don't get them. You don't have to com- secretly compete with your partner for uh, best gift. True that. That's just wonderful. You just eat. <laughs> so much. Have you ever listened to Jim Gaffigan? Oh, yeah. He talks about holidays and he's like, Thanksgiving, we didn't even try. We just eat. We just get together <laughs> and eat. <laughs> that was funny. I, uh, was it last year? Maybe it was two years ago. My sister gave dad, my dad and I tickets oh, to right Jim on. Gaffigan. We yeah. went down to the, went down to the, uh, what was it then? The Vivint, the ESA. Mm. I don't know. Anyways, the Delta Center. Yeah, went down there and uh, saw him. It was he was funny. Oh, he's funny. Good, clean fun. Um, yeah, weather's starting to turn. Still fat man weather. Freaking it love is. it. Yeah, man, love it. The end of the trimester is upon us, and I'm getting emails from parents that make me want to punch a baby, but, you know. Yeah, for any of Mike's parents that are listening out there, (laughs) freaking send your kid to talk to him. (laughs) This is high school now, people. This is is what's wrong with the workforce (laughs) that I have to deal with on a daily basis. They've spent their entire life having mommy and daddy fight their fights for them. And when they finally have to have a hard conversation, it's like the end of the freaking world, man. Yeah. Like they have I no idea it. how to communicate with anybody. And it's, this is where you have an opportunity to start. Absolutely. Have a conversation with Make your teacher. Your kid come and talk to me. I'm not scary. I'm a pretty reasonable guy, but. And I got news for you. I mean, I'm not Mike. I feel like I know Mike pretty well. Yeah. We're kind of on the same page. Your kid's got a way better chance of getting help with his grade if they come and talk to him instead of mommy or daddy sending an email asking, how can we help my son feel successful? Let him be an adult. Preach. Preach. Well said, John. So, boom. Mic drop shows over. Indeed. Listen. But it's not because it's the most wonderful time of the year. And we are talking about turkey. We're changing it. Yes. We are talking about turkey. How do you feel about turkey? Oh, my gosh. I love it. Here's a story. I've always liked turkey, but more because it was associated with Thanksgiving. Once I smoked a turkey, I mean, (laughs) I'm not saying that because it's a barbecue. Like, it changed everything. It changes your life. It does, man. It changed Thanksgiving. Yeah, when you like have a brine turkey that's been smoked, dude, and it's got like crunchy, crispy skin. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, 
you cut into it and like there's like just an explosion of juice everywhere. Oh yeah, dude, no. you don't go back. Like you can't go back to the oven roasted turkey. It's just dry and plain, and yeah. it leaves a little to be desired. So Mark had a bad experience with turkey. Oh, do tell. And can't eat it. Oh, really? Like, got sick one year, food poisoning, whatever. Cannot eat turkey. Really? To save his life. He just can't get past Like, mentally or like he will yeah, puke? No, mentally. Oh, like, really? I mean, I think it is such a mental reaction that he would physically be sick. Yeah, it would probably be but, linked, huh? And it just like, man, it breaks my heart. Dude. It's so good. Yeah. So good. And smoked turkey, everyone I've ever talked to that tries smoked turkey for the first time, like they just, they can't, even people that aren't into food mm-hmm. are just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it smells so good. good. The texture is good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's my favorite part about Thanksgiving is like the first time someone's like, oh, we had a smoked turkey. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be really gross or covered in barbecue sauce. No. Oh, dude. Mm -mm. You can keep it traditional. You can keep the traditional flavors and just... Herb roast. Bam! Kick it up a notch, as my Emerald boy would say. My boy Emerald. Emerald Lagasse. Yep. I saw him on on Instagram the other day when it was like... I was like floating back to being an... Yeah, like, is he still cooking? Like, I remember him on TV when I was in high school all the time. Yeah, I, that's what I was just thinking. I can remember, like, not being able to sleep in high yeah. school. Yep. He's and always turn on it on. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's a good one. So, um, but hey, let's talk about somebody else yeah. who's kicking it let's up. Let's structure this. Let's, let's talk about our boy, Ryan Cooper. Ryan Cooper. A.K.A. Barbecue Tourist. Mm-hmm. A.K.A co-founder of the smoke sheet which is a barbecue news and media website i feel like maybe we've talked about him before i was just thinking that ryan you're getting another shout out right um he's still doing great things he is he's got a video of a thor's hammer doing over the top chili that's making me hungry Mm. So Thor's hammer, it's a beef shank that's been lollipopped essentially, just like you would a drumstick. Okay. So you've got beef with a big old bone. Looks they call it Thor's hammer because it's this big old hunk of meat. And then over the top chili. Have you ever done over the top chili? No. But it sounds incredible. Yeah, so you cook your your meat or your protein that you're gonna put in the chili. Mm-hmm. Over a Dutch oven. Oh, yeah. We've, and I it, feel like you've told me about this. drip down into it. Yeah. Um, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. My buddy Clay that I met when I went fishing yes, this summer. That's where we talked about Was that. telling me about it. Yeah. And then Meat Church and I, th- I think Malcolm did one too. Did a video. Probably. On Over the Top Chili. So, like, it's, a, it's getting really popular right now. Huh. But I am telling you, I, like. Man, I want to go find a beef shank right now. Yeah. So, um, holy cow. Ryan, mm. keep it up. And we'll probably circle back to you in a few months when we 
The videos <laughs> just keep coming, and they're so freaking good. Listen, there's nothing wrong with shouting somebody out a couple of times. Like, it's an ongoing thing. Their profile gets more and more stuff and more cool stuff. Yep. I ain't even mad. So, um, Ryan's our shout-out, but let's uh, let's transition. I feel like we could talk about this all night long. Yeah. Um, because... Thanksgiving is the Super Bowl of my year. It is, man. I love it. It's the best thing. And I don't know what's going on with my cords here. I can't stop. I was just thinking that. I feel like my them. cords are doing weird things, but um, what what are you looking forward to the most? That's not turkey. Um, dude, I love stuffing. Um, I mean, it's one of my favorites. But I smoked some one year. And it was really good. Really good. Last year, I made stuffed mushrooms. Big fan. I know you're not a big mushroom fan, but, dude, these were really good. I had some mushrooms the other day and some, some, I don't know, maybe it was the yakisoba I had it in. Hmm. Some noodles. I don't know what that means, but that sounds good. They're like Asian noodles. Oh, okay. But um, I'm open to trying them. Yeah. Again. I need you to need you to show me the way. Oh, I'll do it. Dude, my so my family, it's it's an event. Like we hosted Thanksgiving last year at our house and my wife's family, it's like, yeah, we'll eat at three. And everybody shows up at three or three thirty. My family, it's like, I mean, everybody's you know there. Who you are. We're cooking. Everybody's cooking. Like people are showing up at ten, twelve. And we're just eating apps like the whole time. Yeah, right. The apps are some of my favorite stuff. Like I love a traditional meal. Some of those appetizers that my mother makes every year, holy cow. But those stuffed mushrooms, those turned out really nice. They're banging, huh? My my aunt used to make them all the time. She just did them in the oven. I put them on the smoker last year and holy cow. Like just kind of a kind of a sausage um type stuffing just inside of those nice. those mushrooms they were a lot of work and i actually put some jalapeno green cheese type stuff in with them so it was like a jalapeno popper with sausage okay but, you're, now you're talking my language dude it was good like the mushroom was just the vessel john the rest yeah. of it was beauty yeah so oh, that's awesome yeah um so let's talk about a couple of things yeah one like Let's talk about some logistics of just like getting it all cooked and why I think for no other reason everyone should have a smoker for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, maybe let's go through a couple of dishes that we both like and and we'll see where we end up. Okay. But we've talked about this before. Like a pellet grill especially can really just be like a wood-fired oven. Yeah. So... And we can get scientific if we want to, but the kindling point for for the oil in the different woods is about 225, 250. Which means above that, All you're, you're, you're get, missing out a lot. Yeah, you're not going to get that like real strong smoke flavor mm-hmm. once you get up there, especially around like 300 degrees, which is where most of the time you're cooking for Thanksgiving. You're right. 325, 375. Yeah. Maybe even into 400s. So, yes, it's going to have a little bit of a wood-fired flavor. And, yes, it cooks with a fan, so it's a little bit more of a convection oven. 
But otherwise, it's just like your oven inside. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a good quality pellet grill, it will have very even, consistent temperature control that you can bake on it. Yeah. Um, and man, I love once we started doing that, back to the fat guy weather, mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than walking into a house that has too many people in it. Yep. Like, man, the fire marshal could make a fortune driving around just writing tickets for over capacity houses on that's a really good point. But the thing that makes it even worse is when there is a turkey that's been cooking for the last four hours. So hot. And all the food's hot and giving off heat, and you just like walk in and immediately you're sweating. Yep. Yep. I hear you. No, thank you. Yep. I agree 100%. So I think that's like a big logistical thing. And then the other thing is, it's always a battle for space in the oven. Right. Because there's so much stuff. Like you have to plan ahead all of your meals, but if you only have one oven, yeah. But boom. Smoker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Expand it. Indeed. I think my favorite Thanksgiving was the year I had four smokers going. I've heard you tell about that. That's hilarious. You hear that? That was. Ooh. Getting was ready. All the way down into my belly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was, it was super cool. And it, uh, we were probably a little too far into the garage. It was the year we like woke up and had 14 inches of snow and we got another 12 oh, that day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, that was a good year. It was awesome, man. <laughs> because everyone's plans just like went out the window yep. and like everyone was outside helping each other try and clear walks. And mm-hmm. we had people, I mean, we had a big Thanksgiving meal planned. And we had people who were trying to go south, and they ended up at our place, and mm-hmm. it was just, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's but, cool. So, yeah, use use your smoker, and don't be scared of it. Yeah. Like, be careful. Don't put your, like, nice Corel casserole dishes out there. They will turn brown. Forever. Uh, hydrogen peroxide. Oh, really? And baking soda. Okay. It will bubble like crazy, but it will get the, the smoke it, stains huh? off. Right on. Yeah. John, let's talk about, I, I mean, and I think we've done this before, but let's say I just bought my first pellet grill. I've never cooked a turkey and I'm planning on smoking it for Thanksgiving. What are some things that I need to be aware of? Start early. Yeah. Um, and let's see. Let me see if I can find one really quick. Um, there are lots of these guides out there, but you're, if your turkey is frozen... You got to start this week. Like it's probably yep. Friday or Saturday yeah. that you're pulling that out. And I yeah. think Green Mountain Grill. Depending on the size of the turkey, but I would go, I would try to get it in your fridge about a week before. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who I just saw. They had a great like infographic about when you needed to pull it out. Here we go. Oh, nope. That's for size. I'll try and find one and post it on Instagram. Um, but yeah, so you've got to get it thawed, mm-hmm. and then whether you're in a smoker or not, you have to brine your turkey. Oh, seriously, man. It's a game changer. Yeah. I'd never even heard about it until I decided to smoke one for the first time. It is so good. Yeah, so t- maybe tell everyone a little bit about that, and I'm, I'm sure. still trying to look to see if I can find this. Well, why, do you brine, why do you brine a turkey? Or first of all, in general? a turkey... Is one of the more plain meats. Like there's just not a lot of natural flavor, but it is kind of a sponge in a way. So you can put all kinds of flavor into it, and there's a bunch of different ways that you can do it. 
But one way that I have noticed, there's nothing worse than a dry turkey. And so what I do is, well, I mean, what, what I think most of us are starting to do now is we brine it overnight. So there's a bunch of ways you can do this. I think, I don't know if it's Meat Church that makes the brine bucket, is it? Yeah, bird bath. Yeah, bird bath. They have like a bucket that you can put your bird in and close it. Oh, yeah. Is that them or is it just a product they use? Um, yeah, so the one that Matt uses is a, it's a Yeti. That's what I'm thinking. It is Yeti. That's right. But hey, I'm telling you right now, a five-gallon bucket mm-hmm. from Home Depot works just as good. Or if you've got a firehouse subs, um, so the one that's like really tied into fire departments and makes donations. It's like hot uh-huh. subs. There's uh-huh. a bunch of different firehouse subs. So yeah, this is a one. national chain. You can go buy their pickle buckets. They've got five gallon buckets that their whole pickles come in. Uh-huh. You can buy one of those buckets from them and you get some of the dill from the pickles. What? Pro tip. I have never heard of this before. Pro tip. You Interesting. Heard, you heard it here first, folks. Well, there you go. I uh, So here's what I do because I'm cheap and I don't have a bucket. But a five-gallon bucket does work great. I just don't have another fridge, and so space is kind of limited. So I end up usually – I get – and I've seen people do the giant Ziploc bags, but those can be pretty expensive. So I just use turkey bags. And uh, Tur- I – What's a turkey bag? You know, like an oven bag oh, that you cook a sure. turkey in. So I – which we need to talk about that in a second, by the way. So I uh, – I'll you I'll double those up and then I will put my turkey in there. I use I I can't remember the exact mixture. It seems like I use a gallon of water and I dissolve two cups of brown sugar and two cups of kosher salt. And then really the most important thing with a brine is the salt and the sugar. You can put other flavors in there. Um and it, it's not going to hurt anything, but you're not going to like absorb a ton of that flavor from the brine. It's more for moisture and it's more of like a chemical process from what I understand with the salt and the sugar. Um, but you want to do that from anywhere between 12 and I've heard people go up to 48 hours. Uh, if you go more than that, I think there's like a, you're not going to get any better than that type of a ceiling to mm-hmm. it. Um, but I think anywhere between 12 and 40, I was listening to Malcolm Reed and he says about 48 hours is probably the max that you would ever need to, but anything past 12, you're probably about what you're going to get. Um, but yeah, so I'll just tie it up in that Turkey bag and I'll put it in a cooler and throw some ice in there. Cause you want to keep it at a safe temperature. Um, but a lot of times I don't have room in my fridge depending on the size of the Turkey. And then I just let it. And there's thousands of recipes for brines. In fact, we were at Macy's last night and Whitney grabbed just, uh, I can't remember what it's called, Barrel and Bunion. I can't remember what it was. Some store brand of spices and they just had a turkey brine that I picked up that maybe I'll try. But I know Meat Church makes one and stuff. Um, But you want to brine your turkey for sure. And that... You don't want to put a frozen turkey in a brine and be like, yeah, it'll thaw in there because you're missing out on the good part of the brine. Like you need to put a thawed turkey in there and let it kind of well, it's, do its thing. Yeah. And also, if you do that, you're going to dilute your brine. Right. You're going to have more water. And stuff. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So back to, back to, you know, ninth grade biology class, this is on osmosis, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to, 
you're actually pulling water out of the turkey and pushing salt into it. Mm-hmm. So that's deliciousness. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you've got, you can put lots of different flavors in there. Um, citrus, apples, um, herbs, a little booze. Oh, now we're talking. Bourbon, man. Now we're talking. I'm all about bourbon flavor. I, know, I need to, I need to hit you up for some bourbon, I guess. Yeah, dude. Um, so they're like all of the flavors, but you have to keep your salt and sugar ratios to the water pretty consistent. Yeah. So that you get those that. are the the stars of the show. Those are the ones yep. that were really doing stuff. I mean, you can inject whatever flavor you want after that, but yeah, but it, it, this is the problem with injecting and only relying on injecting. And I mean, you can think about this like when you go and get a shot, especially like get that flu shot or if you get a cortisone shot mm-hmm. like you, you push that in and those, like we have a vascular blood flow that kind of picks it up and carries it throughout the body the bird's dead that's a good there's point. nothing there so it just sits there and mm-hmm. you can see this on someone who's like just injected a bird mm-hmm. when you're slicing it you'll find these like pockets of just juice yeah of because it's not distributing the mm-hmm. brine pushes it everywhere yeah so I love it. Um, yeah. So we're going to, you got to brine a bird. Yep. And I would agree with Malcolm 12 to 24 hours. Um, is about as long as I would go yeah. R- rinse the bird off. Yes. I did not do that one year and it was extremely salty. Yep. Remember the brine's a lot of salt. Mm-hmm. So rinse the bird off really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then clean your sink. Yeah. We don't want anyone little, to get a little get, Lysol Clorox action. Yeah, we don't want anyone to get salmonella. Mm-hmm. But so you now you've got your bird, and I actually I would typically spatchcock mine before I brine it. Hmm. Why is that? It's just that much more surface area. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's not a ton of surface area difference, but I just do it early. So spatchcock it. So you cut. Down both sides of the backbone. Mm-hmm. Um, scissors are great. Good heavy pair of kitchen shears. And then you've got to crack the breastbone. Mm-hmm. Um, a turkey breastbone is a serious bone. It's not just going to break real easy. So I like to take either a really sharp paring knife or I typically use my cleaver. Yeah. And I score the crap out of the back of that breastbone and then... Give it a little CPR. Yep. Flip her over and... Right between the breast, push down hard, and it pops. Mm-hmm. And you can hear it. And that gives you that nice, flat bird. That one, it's easier to cook because it's all at one level. You don't have things at different levels. Mm-hmm. But it also just looks super pretty. It does. It does look pretty. And there's not a giant air gap in the middle of it that mm-hmm. you have to worry about yeah. as well. So yeah. makes it cook a lot faster. makes it cook a lot more consistently. Um and then you, you really can. You can treat it just like mom or grandma always did it. Rub it down with butter. I'm a big fan of mayo instead mm. of butter. Yeah, you told me this. I have still not used it, but that sounds um, amazing. I think it gives it a better color, just a little bit more flavor um, on top of the skin. If you're not going to eat the skin, go underneath the skin. Or if you're me, you know, you go on top and below. Mm. Um really rub that all around and then a good rub 
Um, and you can go any kind of flavors you want. You can do an herb rub. Um, you can use poultry seasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, your AP barbecue rub. You can use a sweet barbecue rub. I'm a big fan of a heavy peppered rub. Okay. So holy, oh, cow, yeah, holy the, cow. Same thing I do on my briskets. Mm-hmm. We do on our, at least on one turkey every year. Nice. You ever do Cajun seasoning? Mm-hmm. Big fan of the Cajun style stuff. I'm a big fan of the Cajun style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of Cajun on a deep fried bird. Oh. Which. Never tried that. I think I'm going to deep fry one this year too. Really? Yeah. I'm not in charge of the turkey for the family dinner this year, but. I'll probably cook two or three turkeys between now and the end of the year. Yeah. Well, they're so cheap right now. Yeah. It's kind of dumb not to load up on well, them. Well, and buy a couple, throw them in the freezer. Like Right. They last forever. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I just pulled one out from last Thanksgiving. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I've cooked one from a year and a half, and it was still yeah. just fine. So It's awesome. So um, that's how I would, you can pick your flavors, do whatever, throw it out on the smoker, 325 350 like i typically just go hot and fast um do not under any circumstances trust that stupid little popper nope take that out throw that thing away i just take it out when i first put it in it should be criminal um i don't know why turkey companies continue to use it yeah if you wait for that to pop your turkey is going to be dry gross and disgusting yeah pretty icky Pretty icky. Have you ever smoked a stuffed turkey? No. I did it one year because Malcolm did it. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. It was fine. The problem is, and this is probably the same problem that mom and grandma have in the oven. To get that stuffing, because you want it to come up to 165 because there are poultry juices and crap in there. To get the middle of that stuffing up to 165, I mean, by the time you're done, your breasts are just... Probably like pushing 190. Yeah, they're getting close. And so I was not a fan. I'm glad I did it for one. I mean, it was pretty. It was fun. You know, but it just, I mean, you do that and then you spatchcock and it's like, man, why would anybody not spatchcock? Yeah, that's a a great call out. We didn't even talk about it, but that's the whole reason I don't stuff a bird. Yeah. Yeah. So just do a nice casserole dish full of stuffing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's still delicious. It doesn't have to be cooked inside the bird. So. So, do you guys do ham? <laughs> we have done ham. I've done some double smoked ham before. We've mm-hmm. talked about this. Mine was a little bit dry, but I think you just got to be careful with it, and it, it can yeah. be really good. But yeah, that's that's supposed to be my contribution this year. So we're gonna nice. We're gonna do the raspberry bourbon ham. Oh again. yeah, yeah. Let me know how that goes, yeah. dude. It's it is fast becoming a a family favorite. I did a pork loin one year with like Ooh, a like cranberry that. barbecue sauce. It was pretty good. It was different. It was definitely different. Pork loin's a little bit like turkey, I feel like. It's a huge yeah. chunk of meat without a lot of flavor in it. So you kind of yeah, can do a lot of stuff to it. There's a ton of intermuscular fat there. Yeah. So it's, you got to be real careful not to dry it out. Right. So. So, yeah, kind of along the same lines. But it was good. It was fun. Yeah. Let's talk sides. Yeah. Let's do it. Because I feel like the turkey always like steals the limelight and everyone talks about that and they go into a turkey coma and man, the sides are a big part of the meal for me. Yeah. So what, uh, what are your must haves on the table? I was born in Idaho. 
So we gotta have some taters. Okay. I like just straight up mashed potatoes with the giblet gravy. Big fan. Um, I've also seen some people at Thanksgiving do like the twice baked potatoes or mm-hmm. the loaded. I sure. mean, that's great. I'm down for that too. Um, gotta have stuffing of some kind. Not a huge stovetop man. I like the homemade. My mom made it with like sausage and stuff. Is that weird? No, no, no. Okay, because I told my I wife that, and she was like, "What?" No, I'm pretty sure even the Mrs. Richardson's like packet talks yeah. about adding sausage. It's normal, right? Yeah. And we're back. We're doing it. Slight pause for station identification. Oh man, sorry guys. Ran out of room on the memory card. <laughs> rookie, rookie move. Listen, we've said it a million times. We are nothing if not authentic. I'm just glad so. we're recording early in the week, so yeah. I've got time to edit this. So it's not Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? Stuffing, sausage. My wife thought it was weird. It's not weird. It's amazing. Sorry, Wit. That's normal. Yeah. That's what I thought. I think I've about got her convinced that. Her family just does like bread and like a million pounds of butter. Which is still really good, but I grew up with the sausage giblet deliciousness. So, anyway. Stuffing, taters. I love me some sweet potato or candied yams with the marshmallows on top. Big fan. My mom calls them yummy yams. How do you feel about pecans on there? Love it. I don't know that I've ever had it, but it sounds amazing. Oh, man. I love pecans pecans i love nuts just in general like in my food Haley is hardcore against that really hardcore. oh man that texture that would be awesome on the soft Ooh, Ooh. Mm -hmm. yeah especially if you get like some like candied pecans oh in there with the marshmallows dude money that sounds incredible So, so far i'm on board with everything yeah can we talk about something somewhat controversial i'm excited at least it is in my family okay Cranberry sauce. All right. Go on. I want you to tell me how you get your cranberry sauce on Thanksgiving. Listen, I don't know that I have tried cranberry sauce in my childhood until I kind of became an adult. I don't mind the ocean spray can stuff that you get at the store. I made my own when I made that pork loin. And I don't know. I probably screwed it up, but I feel like the canned stuff's just as good. What? What are your thoughts? You make it by hand? You spend oh, all yeah. night smushing the berries and stuff? No, man. I'll, you. It's like, I don't know how you screw it up. It's sugar and water, and you like boil the berries in it and put it in the fridge. Hmm. Like it says right on the pack, like ocean spray, cranberries, whole berries. Like it tells you exactly how to make the whole berry sauce. I need you to stop judging me. I feel very attacked right now. At least tell me, like... This should be a safe space. Okay, at least the, like, can. Yeah. Tell me it's it's the whole berry can and not the... Oh, no. It's straight jelly, dude. (sighs) There's nothing. Like, you can see through it. It's the best. No. No. (laughs) I take it I've taken the wrong side of this issue. (laughs) No. Those are not the Lord's cheeps. No, man. I you, love it, dude. No, Just you a little have spread to, no. on your turkey. No, you, you have to make your, in there. You need to make your own 
cranberry sauce. I did it once. It was fine, but I was like, "That's not it worth the so, work." It is so much. It is so easy. It takes up a burner, dude. Kitchen space is limited. You can on make it like a week before. Who it plans stays- that far ahead, John? Dude, I started planning Thanksgiving in like. August. Well, I mean, I plan in my head, but it's a miracle if I remember to put the turkey in the fridge, man. No, man. Like, I write it out. (laughs) I, like, the first thing I did when I bought my new iPad a couple of years ago, Uh it's probably been like four years ago, I got this, like, nice big 12.9 iPad Pro with my stylus. Bought it for my birthday. That's right. I bought my own present. As well you should. I sat down and I planned Thanksgiving, <laughs> wrote it out by hand, and it was beautiful. Dude, good for you. But I don't think that I don't think it's a surprise that you are much more organized than no me. No way, dude. So my uh so I just went to lunch with a friend on on Monday. Uh-huh. And he and his wife have a shared note like I like Apple Notes. Oh, that's a good idea. With the recipe like the Everything menu links to the recipes, what days they're going to do different things. Like, she's all over it. It's actually a really good idea. Yeah, making pie crusts. Plan. Oh, yeah. It's See, we awesome. always just divvy out, like, you're bringing this, you're bringing this, you're bringing this. Even better, give it, give the cranberry sauce to the brother or uncle that we know is going to burn toast hmm. because you can't screw them up. That's true, because you just buy the can. No, dude. And open oh, it my up. gosh. <laughs> okay, moving on. I'm so mad at you right now. This is my favorite episode <laughs> so far. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to teach you how to make cranberries. And I so, did it once. It's just, so help me if you, ever buy another, if you ever buy another can of cranberries, <laughs> as long as I know you. <laughs> This is it. This is what's going to end the podcast. Listeners, I want us all to bring a can of Ocean Spray Cranberry Sauce and doorbell ditch John with it. That would be hilarious. Fine. I need something for target practice. (laughs) Wow. All right. Moving on. (laughs) Green bean casserole. Big fan. Big fan? Yeah. Big fan of green bean casserole or big fan of French's fried onions on top? I like just the casserole. The fried onions are, are fine, but I like the, I mean, I like the whole thing, I think. Yeah. I've had it without the, the fried onions. I like the crunch. I would rather. I feel ha- like they're a little salty, honestly. Yeah. I'd rather just have fresh green beans. Yeah. Than okay. have the casserole. Really? Yeah. You don't like the French's onions? No, I love the French's onions. Like, mm-hmm. let's just put those on a bowl and like okay. we'll eat them like potato chips. Yeah, down with that. You like, can uh, sprinkle them all over your food, <laughs> like nacho libre <laughs> with the chips, like salt bay. <laughs> my uh, my kids get excited every time we like go into Costco, and they're like, "The onions!" Mm, they're fans, huh? <laughs> yeah, they're big fans of the uh-huh. of the fried onions. Yeah, I like the green bean casserole. Um. Have we we've talked about Brussels sprouts before? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan? Do you like Brussels yeah. sprouts? Yeah, I do. I'm a huge fan of Brussels, especially the like. You can cook them in an air fryer. You can cook them on a smoker. But like, mm-hmm. get some bacon, some balsamic, some yeah. onions in there. Oh, see, I've never honestly mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. of my experience with Brussels sprouts. I've never had them before. Please tell me not. But out got of them can. once because they were healthy. No, the steamable okay. bags that you put in the microwave. 
Those I'm right. fine with a stem. I've never had them out of a can, but I can imagine they're pretty slimy and gross. <laughs> like, so exactly. you know, it's like eating spinach out of a can. Oh. Like Popeye was. Yeah, love spinach, love Ditto. cream spinach. It should not come out of a can. Never mm-hmm. tried it out of a Hard can. Honestly, no. hard. I don't no. know that I could do it. I did oh. love Popeye though. Did love Popeye. Hmm. Um, rolls. I feel like her. Yeah. Cornbread, especially. I'm See, a big fan never of... had cornbread at Thanksgiving. That sounds mm, great. That I'm seems very southern. Like uh, some Maddox. Yeah, yeah, those little like yeah. What do you call those? I don't know. There's a name for it. I know, but like yeah. the cornbread shaped like yeah. a little ear of corn. Yeah, delicious. Big fan of those. I'm a big fan of croissants too. Yeah, my mom makes these croissant like rolls. Oh my gosh, they're my favorite. Yeah. Very good. My wife makes them too. She has perfected the recipe. Nice. So, I'm trying to think if we've left anything off. I feel like there's something important that I'm we're going not through about. the table, and I can't think. We always have corn, um, and I think that's the only straight up vegetable that my family eats. It's mostly carbs. Yeah, we're carbo loading for the Black Friday yeah. I know. rush. And what's with Black Friday? Like, it's already started, man. I like, know. The sales are full on. I it's know. It's now Black November. Yeah, it's crazy. Day after Halloween. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not a big corn fan. Yeah. I like corn. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's whatever. But that's fine. I'm trying to think. It seems like I'm sure we're forgetting something. Hit us up yeah. with your favorite uh, stuff that your family does because... I mean, I'm always down to try yeah. something new. I think we normally do corn or carrots on the table. Mm. Um, appetizers. It's like the one time a year I go through the trouble of making ants on a log. Mm. So for anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, celery loaded with peanut butter and raisins on top of it. Or you can do fire ants on a log if you want to get fancy with it and use craisins instead of Uh-oh. raisins. I thought you were going to say red hots. I was like, I don't think that's <laughs> going to be very good, but you can try it. Nope. <laughs> nope. No red hots. Um, thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers I feel like podcast. we've got a pretty good table. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and, and so Facebook. Leave us a comment. Can We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more oh, rocks awesome. yeah. from a couple here's, of Here's the only thing with Smokers. I think... Especially for Haley. She is more excited about the turkey sandwiches after oh, the yeah. meal yeah. than the actual meal itself. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, I think the one of the best Don't meals we ever did. Subscribe. It was on an off year. So like this year is we have dinner with my family. Next year we'll have dinner with Haley's family. Right. Um it was an off year for her family and a couple of weeks before we hosted the like monthly dinner mm-hmm. and we did uh turkey sandwiches nice and i smoked turkey breast and we sliced it real thin mm. man we had an awesome <laughs> awesome meal that day yeah you have a having, meat like, slicer too that's right mm-hmm. mm. yeah that sounds nummy yeah the meat slicer makes a huge difference when you're could you use a turkey. could you use a full turkey and do that? Just cut the breasts off and do it. It probably wouldn't work yeah. quite as good. Huh? Oh, it'd be fine. Yeah, I mean you could mm. because most turkey breasts that you buy are bone in. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never gotten just the breast. Well, once yeah. I have, that's not right. You can get true. them. They like come in like this big like log. Yeah, 
yeah. log looking thing. It's almost like a giant chub of bologna type mm-hmm. of a thing that's got a bunch of turkey breasts in it. Yeah. Um, or they'll wrap them in the netting a little bit smaller, but they'll grab like a, a couple breasts and then throw in like, I don't know, a few, I don't know, tenders or something until they get to their target weight. Oh, I've I used that s- before. Yeah, I've only ever seen the ones in the netting. I've only seen like bone in breasts. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to see if I can find one. Yeah. But. All right. Um, let's see how long. We're probably about there. We're not. We have, we haven't talked oh. about something <laughs> that's very important to Thanksgiving. I can't right. believe you're just ready to skip Listen, this. I'm sorry, John. I just want to respect your time. Friggin' cranberry sauce. <laughs> he buys a can of cranberries, <laughs> and now he doesn't even want to talk about pie. I don't know who he is, dude. Pie. Seriously, this is pie time. Yeah, I'm like. I mean, I don't like dream about pie, but Thanksgiving, pie's where it's at. Yeah. And it's always like you gorge yourself on oh, on yeah. the meal. Yeah. And then about, depending on whose family it is, mm-hmm. my family always tries to like pull the pie out immediately. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. it's going to be Can't an hour. But, you know, right after you've uh, started to come back to life from a tryptophan-induced coma. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your go-to pie? Banana cream. Banana cream. My grandma, I think it was my grandma, has a banana cream pie recipe that my sister has taken upon herself to bring, and it is the best pie I've ever had. Dude. There's also a milk pudding, which is not pie, but we call it gone with the wind pudding, and I, truth be told, I could not love a human baby as much as I love that pudding. It is Dude. incredible. Do you have to go away for Thanksgiving? I, like, I feel Dude. like we just need to have Thanksgiving together. Listen, I'm excited um, to be with my family, but I am not... sad to be away from all my cookers and experimenting and such. But this is Whitney's family, right? Yeah. But they're also like half of our listeners, so. No, hey, I'm not. I'm not dissing on them. Okay, good. We love you. Please don't stop listening. <laughs> just kidding. No, I've got great in-laws. I'm just a little bit sad that I won't be. I love to cook. I feel like I shouldn't, but Thanksgiving is kind of my time to. You're cooking for a lot of people, so you can kind of try things that you shouldn't experiment on Thanksgiving. But I totally do. Like this is when I try different recipes. And no, that's great. So I I support the the banana pudding. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Right, I guess it's banana cream pie. Yeah, big fan. How do you feel about pecan pie? Love it. Pecan pie. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so good. I think that might be my favorite. I it's up there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apple or cherry pie? Apple, um, but only if there's ice cream. A la mode. Just not a ton, just a little little thing on top. Otherwise cherry. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you know who I think has the best friggin' apple pie in the whole world? Hmm. Sam's Club. Really? Yeah. Their lattice apple pie, it's like a this like caramely flavor to oh. it. Oh. Oh my gosh, man. I feel like you're not the first person that's told me this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I probably told you about it last year Maybe before you we did. were doing this. Yeah. It huh. like 
stupid good. I might have to try that. Like I say, I don't. And it's like I don't usually eat pie, but Thanksgiving is pie time. I think it's like ten dollars for this giant. Like, yeah, their pies are the real deal. They're they're cooking for men. Yeah. So, big fan of that. Where um, you at with pumpkin? Look, I eat a piece of pumpkin every year. Some years it's really good. Some years it's just meh. Really? Like if there wasn't a pumpkin pie, I probably wouldn't be upset. Hmm. I like it, but I don't like dream about it like I do pecan pie. So as a teacher, they used to give us like turkeys and hams and stuff. Now we get a pie and I'm all right with it, but I always get a pumpkin pie and I'm like, whatever, like pumpkin pies, whatever. And I usually will eat most of it by myself within a few days. It's not something I'm proud of, <laughs> but as it turns out, I really like pumpkin pie with a little whipped cream on top. So, oh. yeah. Um, pies that I don't think get enough love that should get more love. Mm-hmm. Um, a blueberry pie. Mm. I haven't had a blueberry pie for years. <sighs> yeah. Blueberry pie is fantastic yeah uh peach pie okay fresh peach pie i don't know that i've ever had a fresh Mm. peach pie i do love peaches so i can imagine delicious Hmm. um then other ones that i think are like they're good but like lemon meringue pie i think gets a lot of attention Mm -hmm. it's fine i'm whatever with that i'll eat it i would much rather have like a lemon supreme it's got like the cream cheese um, base to it. Okay. It's almost like a cheesecake with lemon curd on top of it. Okay. I've eaten similar things. I'm on, I'm on board. So, yeah. Anything with a graham cracker crust pretty much is okay by me. Yeah. Key lime. Big fan. Yeah. French silk. Yes. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Very good. I'm trying to think. When I worked at a grocery store, we stocked the Marie Callender Spies. And yeah. so I knew all the flavors. I can't think of Razzleberry, I guess we're missing. Yeah. Haley Haley had a pie night with the young woman the other night and I got a I got some Razzleberry pie. Mm. It was it was I, good. I do like Razzleberry. Yeah. For sure. And I'm telling you, um any of those Murray calendar pies that you have to bake, mm-hmm. put them on the smoker. Yeah, you did that. Dude, yeah, dude. So good. And who was I I was just talking to somebody. They put a cherry pie out there. And they were like losing their mind. It was so good. Hmm. Who was that? I don't know. It wasn't me. It was somebody at work, I think. It makes sense. No, maybe it, no, it wasn't work. It was uh it was somebody at church. Who was I talking to? I don't know. It's probably someone that listens to the podcast and now I've heard I've offended them. Well, hit us up, offender. Yeah. We will bring a can of ocean spray, cranberry <laughs> sauce. As a peace offering to you. <laughs> we'll yes. bring it to you so you have something to throw at me for forgetting the conversation that we had. Oh, oh it was Jared Weston. That's who it oh, was. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a hard guy to forget. He's like eight feet tall. <laughs> he is tall. He's a good dude. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we were just talking about that on Sunday. Right on. So, all right. Now that we've talked about pie, I agree Ice cream on most fruit pies. Yes. Um, and whipped cream. You can make your own whipped cream. I don't know that you can beat a can of Ready Whip. Mm. There's something about that. Yep. 
plus all the... and easy like especially if you're feeding a family like just well, grab the ready man whip. like everybody's tired like yeah nobody wants to sit around and wait for cream to get whipped ain't nobody got time for that nobody uh-uh no way no how nope all right now we're at that time <laughs> i apologize for almost cutting by time short until next time i'm john and i'm hungry <laughs> we're fat guys with smokers thanks for listening to the fat guys with smokers podcast be sure to check us out on instagram and facebook leave us a comment we'd love to hear from you be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of fat guys with smokers Don't forget to like, subscribe.